I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And welcome to the second AI Horror Podcast with me, Mal, and Maurizio. Hello. Hey, Maurizio. So, what are we talking about today? Um, so, I, I guess it, yeah, it is number two. It literally is the second podcast we're doing. But um, it's not the second official one, right? Yeah, I, I got kind of worried last time we did it, Mal, because we mentioned like 50 films each. We can't, we can't keep up that ratio with every single podcast because <laughs> we have nothing to talk about. We're going to be like a couple of old guys who keep yeah. talking about the same film like the next month, like not realising we've already talked about it. So we've exactly. got to keep a running score of what we mentioned. or We just need to wind it back a bit. Anyway, yes. so we are gathered here for something pretty special. Do you want to... Say what it is, Mel. Yes. So yesterday, Mauricio and I uh, went to a special screening of it. Um, we're recording this on Thursday. You guys can see it from Friday to tomorrow. Mauricio and I were very keen to watch this. We've had different backgrounds with with it. Um, my most recent memory of it was probably the miniseries. I read the book when I was a kid, and I don't remember the book in much detail, unfortunately. But we were very excited. Um, there's been hype about this movie. The pre- trailers have done well. I think one of the trailers got the most views on YouTube or something ever. There's been direct- directorial changes. Um, Pennywise actor changed. But there's been a lot of hype. And even Stephen King endorsed it. So, you know, we walked, we walked into this thinking, yeah, it'd be amazing. And the hype was there. Uh, yesterday was, was a great day. I mean, I, I certainly remember, like, what were you talking about? When was the bit released? Was it like 1986? Something like that. Series. Uh, no, 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 the series, but the book, the actual, oh, the novel. Yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. But yeah. So I certainly remember seeing like the front cover and being mesmerised by that in like the W. H. Smiths or something, and then like, just having a look at the cover and a, f- a cheeky flick through the book and stuff. But um, I never really read the novel, and like a lazy kid at school, I've just crammed it in the last four or five days. <laughs> It's an interesting story. I got to the end of it, and um, I can get on with my life as soon as we get this podcast out of the way. Um, yeah. I didn't watch the series at that point. Right. Um, I'm not 
well, at that point in my life, I wasn't much of a clown man. A couple of poor experiences as a kid. I guess one was seeing the film. Um, I've forgotten the name already. Man, was it Killer Clowns from Outer Space? Killer Clowns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wanted to be scared, and I sat there and watched some gross-out comedy, and nah, didn't do it for me. Didn't enjoy it no. at all. I think it was more because I was, I wanted, I was wanting to be scared. It that didn't do it. Um, <laughs> and then the real nail in the coffin was um, a little film called Clown House by convicted paedophile uh, Victor Salva. <laughs> again, I was again. I remember you've gone, gone dark quickly, mate. <laughs> I made my dad rent it straight away. It's certificate eighteen to watch it because I wanted to watch a clown horror. Um, right. And it was it kind of bizarre. I don't know if you've seen it, Mel, but um, I was pretty young when I saw it, and I didn't quite. I, I knew something wasn't quite right with the way it was filmed. Um, and I've never watched it since, but I, I can kind of guess what what it was that I didn't quite get. It was all yeah. all a bit weird because I I kind of yeah. watch these things and I, I like to follow the protagonist and I I, I want to be him and all that sort of stuff. Like yeah. the the thing that really sticks out is <laughs> not horror, but um, never ending story. Like the kid and now it's like yes, he's so cool. Yeah. Watching as a kid, yeah. so having that mentality, bringing it into Clown House, and then seeing the way that protagonist was. Uh, portrayed on screen was didn't sit right and uh, years later you find out that he was uh you know yeah. <laughs> he got done in it for doing stuff on set for uh, over in like a six-year period but anyway so that but was kind of it for clowns yeah and the thing with clowns on on, on film is there's there's always a creepy clown somewhere in in, in some films right i mean yeah. i'm not going to start listening films like we did last podcast but clowns clowns can be creepy because and and this is the thing with Pennywise as well. Uh, clowns are that give you that false sense of security. Yeah, I'm all right. I'm your mate. They're laughing, joking. I appreciate. And they're that. always laughing. Yeah. No, I, I certainly think that nowadays I, I'm kind of feel like I've, I've missed out. I certainly wanted to be scared by clowns when I was when I was younger. But I've I've seen stuff since then that's been pretty cool. I mean, there was uh, that um, don't know the name of the director, but Eli Roth um, produced it. The film clown mm-hmm. um, that was pretty slick I, I like that and i like the whole iconic image of the clown that's really friendly and all the kids love and trying to subvert that i like, I like the idea of it and i think i really shot myself in the foot not watching it back in the back in 1990 because a lot of people since then have, have always quoted it as being um you know so scary and like yeah tim curry i mean it's like iconic and all that but i mean you you so yeah i mean no, no, no. Like, you tell me, man. You tell me. Yeah, so I, I watched it when it came. Well, when it's out back in the day, um, and I, I rewatched it again last week just to refresh my memory on it because I had vivid memories of it as a kid. Because well, first things first, it's dated a bit. So if you watch it again, you, you can't. It kind of does date. But as a kid, you, the, the Tim Curry um, portrayal of Pennywise was exactly what it should have. What, what, what it what it needed to be a clown that didn't look scary, that in, enticed you into his thoughts and security. And suddenly switched, and Tim Curry done it brilliantly. I'm not going to utilize utilize eulogize over Tim Curry before because everyone has done, and we know what he's done with that character. He's owned it and and, and everything else. But it, it, because of him, and because of the way Pennywise was 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 portrayed, it was it was almost okay to be afraid of clowns. The the, the movie itself or the TV miniseries itself needed that that figurehead of and that sort of a performance. So when I watched it recently again, yeah, it dated a bit. But Tim Curry's performance didn't date, date at all. You know, 
on, on the face of it, he's just a normal clown. The makeup is is very very clown, very normal clown based. And then you've, if you've seen the mini series, you'll know that his voice changes as his character okay. um, becomes more menacing. So initially, it's a it's a normal happy voice, you know, he's a yeah. laughing joke clown, and the kids fall for that. And then his voice goes gravelly and it changes, and suddenly you see it's become more sinister. Yeah. And that's the hook. When you watch it, so 1990, so I was what, 15, I think, 16, whatever it was, I don't know. But if you're that sort of age group, or even younger, obviously, it does sort of think you'd get drawn into that. And this is what I wanted to see how it portrayed in the movie. So I haven't seen the miniseries. So, I was geared up. Yeah, uh, and then I did the cramming of the book, which I, yes. which I would have done uh, over a longer period. I didn't actually realise it was like, over a thousand, a thousand pages, pages yeah. <laughs> so um i don't think i would be a success would be able to sit an exam on it <laughs> um <laughs> i might need some cliff notes next to me uh while i did yes. it but um i i did cover enough to appreciate how dark the book is <laughs> and going through this book yes. i'm thinking some of this stuff they, they surely they're not going to be able to to like you know it's a real exercise to sort of cover this stuff i mean it's very I knew dark, about yeah. the, the whole iconic clown thing, um, but I didn't really realise what was it, what was really being dealt with, and a lot of um, to do with like childhood trauma uh, and uh, memories that have been locked away that s- slowly yeah. come back to people. Yeah, it was a really sort of big, powerful stuff. I thought it was just a, a giant clown running around. Yeah, yeah, and this is the thing. So, so obviously. You know, people have probably read it or seen the premium series or know of it, and obviously it's it's Pennywise playing on the kids' fears. Um, but the I'm not I've not read the book in a long, long time. But just before we touch on the movie that we saw yesterday, um, the miniseries doesn't it doesn't go dark enough uh, for me. Which obviously because it was made for TV, so it couldn't go dark enough. But yeah, from what you're talking about the book, it's it's very dark, and and I think playing on the fears. The thing with obviously reading the book is it can it's, you know it's a book you can write what you want and and you're not playing to any audience because you're buying the book with the given audience whereas TV or movie you're playing to a certain rating and a certain audience, um, but yeah from what you tell me uh, or comparing notes with you, the miniseries isn't isn't that isn't that dark at all. Yeah, it's scary that, enough. I appreciate that. Something about it. Is, yeah. I appreciate it. Like it was, you know, it's a TV movie. How bad is it going to be? Exactly. But in the same way. Um, I, I'm also not one of these people to go, oh, any other interpretation of this book is never going to work. You know, he's got to be true to the book. No, I forget all that rubbish. Uh, I understand that the beats in the film, it has to flow. It has to be, yeah. things have to be cut out. Characters might have to go. So, you know, timelines might need to decrease or things change. And don't forget it was written, what, late 80s with its starting date being the 50s. Yeah. Uh, and then, and you know, and this brand new film is coming out now, 2017. Yeah. So points of reference will shift a little bit to like um, appeal to the audience because um, you know, I think we could safely say that you know, was it the where everyone's a kid that area of time in the film yeah. is 1988, very fashionable. All the films are doing it, this retro 80s thing. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. yep. And um, in the book, it was the fifties, and yes. no offense to the fifties, but who gives a shit? You know, right now. <laughs> well, yeah, and I think this is a good point to sort of that's a good segue to talk about the movie uh, for what we saw yesterday because yes, <clears throat> I obviously we know we know it's set in the eighties. The kid from Stranger Things is in the movie. 
It makes uh, it officially um, 80s now. You get the Stranger Things kids. You get the 80s. Stuff. Exactly. Exactly. You know, they're on BMXs and stuff. We've seen the trailers and promos. But going to the movie, we, we obviously we got there. We sat down. The hype was there. And, and straight away, it, you know, it, it grabs you because it's, there's a sinister tone at the start. The iconic scene with the rain falling down and, and that sort of thing, you know, it's there. And it sets the scene. And you know what to expect. Um, Tell you, man, I was pretty. Uh, I see. Uh, I can't really remember if yeah. I was scared or excited because I I was sort of quite fresh with the book, and I was yeah. waiting for some set pieces and thinking, how yeah. bad is it going to go? How? And then it delivers. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was just went whoa. And, you know, and like you said, Mal, that opening bit, that's where it mm. sets its marker because if yeah. you notice the credits roll up. Yeah. After the first section, it, it then yes. comes up. It's like announced. It yeah. it's here. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And, that, and that's what it does best because because it, obviously it's playing on the fact that people know what it's about. It's not a new story, right? So it's sort of saying how do you introduce it better? And, and it's it's a subtlety, but it's there in your face. And and I think the first thing I need to say about the movie, with, obviously we're going to keep this podcast spoiler free. But first thing I'm going to say about the movie is much darker than a TV miniseries. It's and, and I walked away thinking, wow, it's it's gone there and it's touched on a lot of subjects that it probably couldn't touch on the miniseries. And it's it and it covers a lot. Um the the character of Pennywise is dark is darker to a degree. Not I'm not gonna spoil it for anybody by saying comparing what his performance because you make your own your your own judgment on it. But I think it's dark enough for the way the movie's made. Um the the music is 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 good. The soundtracks, you know, it, it it's gripping enough. That thing, um, but it's made for that audience. That thing you mentioned, Mal, about um, Pennywise in the TV series, you said he could talk one way and then it switches. Yes. I yes. I thought that this this guy was his name, Bill Scarlet. Bill Scarsgard, yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, I yeah. thought that 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 stuck out to me as well, like that it could. Yeah. Yeah, he could really sinister, but this like in the sentence, it could start off all jolly and then it switches. Yeah. It, it does, and I think he's. I didn't. Well, I didn't. I didn't um, take to his voice straight away, only because um, I think I was too excited at the start of the film. So I didn't even focus on what he was saying. I was just looking at his face, thinking, "Wow, you know, the makeup, the eyes." Um, it was different. Obviously, we've seen the we've seen the trailers and the pictures, so we know it's different from Tim Curry's portrayal. Right. Um, and I was just taking all that in. So the, I, the voice didn't register me first off, and I was just like, "Wow, you know, he's there in 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 the in the gutter and stuff." But then, yeah, his voice grows on you through the film because it, it is that dark, gravelly voice. You know, it's it it, it talks to you with that smile. You know, and the thing is, is that smile. He talks to you with that smile on his face, and it, it it's 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 sinister enough, man, because he's talking to you. There's a smile on his face, but his voice is sort of saying, "I want to just, you know, do all sorts." And that's that, that that's done really well. I've got to say. Yeah, uh, let me just pull up a picture of his face because I was going to say something. I thought, don't don't say if it's not true. Uh, the eyes. The, the appearance. Well, yes, yes. I mean, that, that is obviously the first thing. That, is it piercing yellow eyes um, from the darkness? That's definitely in the book. It, it, it definitely makes a point of saying that. But, um, and also what's covered and what I kind of like, but I think it's in both of them, is the the sort of the the makeup, the, the, the sort of the red lipstick. But it's done yeah. in a way to make it look like, wait a minute. Is that lipstick, or has it just been feasting on flesh? And it's just like uh, yeah, because there's a lot of drooling in the film. Again, no spoilers here, but there's drooling, and I think that's that. That almost is that gives that feasting kind of, you know, salivating over what you can do 
portrayal. And again, make your mind over it. I'm trying to not, no one to say too much, but you, you get that sense. And you know, his, 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 the way he speaks, his mouth is almost, it's, it's a really good portrayal. Look out for it. Look out for the way he, his mouth is just positioned even. And where he's, he's, he, you know, it is, it's really, really, it, you know, like I said, first part of the film was mesmerized by the look because I, I didn't focus on the, on, on the voice enough. So it's, there's a lot there to just grab you first off. Was it, um, I know in this film, obviously it's red balloons. That's the thing, red balloons. Um, in the TV, was it red or was it? Yeah, yeah, in, yeah. Oh, it was yeah, red balloons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the TV, to be fair, the, the iconic moments are pretty much the same in the miniseries as well it is with the, the movie in terms of this, the, you know, again, no spoilers, but we know about the scenes with the, the blood gushing everywhere and, and that sort of stuff. There are some stuff that isn't in the movie. I won't say which you can make a, you can, Learn that, learn that for yourself. Um, but the iconic stuff's there. Um, what I found also here with this, with the movie version, when we saw it, was it, it, it not only went dark very quickly. There's, there's, you know, you'll notice what I mean when, it's, when I say this. It, it goes dark pretty much straight away. Um, it, 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 it also stays that way. You know, there's no sort of like toing and fraying. The miniseries was um, the, the there was a, a lot of flashbacks. So it was the adults at first, often the flashbacks to the kids and a lot of toing and fraying. This version focuses purely on the kids, so it's obviously a two-part, as we know, as the you know, as the miniseries two parts, as the book is. So it's focused on the kids side of things first, um, and it really does go there and stay dark throughout. Um, and, you, and, and, um, yeah. Do you remember watching Conjuring Two? Yeah, um, I kind of felt that it it was kind of like that because Conjuring Two sort of mm. it goes at such a pace; it feels like the yeah. throughout the whole film it doesn't sort of let up. And I thought this one does it well. And, we, and it, I mean, it's important it does so. And it's quite amazing it does it because it weighs in at two hours, ten minutes. I mean, that's... Yeah, it didn't, and it didn't feel like it, man. You know? I know, I know, I know. Yeah, it's... Uh, I thought they, Normally, they did it really yeah. well. I'm really excited about this. I mean, it's, a, it's big budget, mainstream. Yes. And like I said, sitting there thinking, how much of the book's in it? How much of the book's in it? And then thinking, wow, they've, they've gone for it. Um, and thinking that's going to... Yeah, I hope I hope people go out and see this movie, and it's gonna like pull them to the dark side, pull them closer to horror. You know, <laughs> get things to yeah, spice it up a bit. Totally, and and I will say this, you know, keep your eyes peeled. There's lots of lots of not Easter eggs, but things there that if you've seen the book or also if you've seen the miniseries or read the book, you'll notice stuff. So do keep your eyes peeled. There's lots lots to look out for. Um, You're definitely uh, right, I, mate. There yeah. was, there's, 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 you know, like how Fight Club has those little scenes. Like when you yeah. when you watch it five hundred times, you're like, oh yeah, it's really obvious. It's there, there, and there. Yeah. But the very first time, it all goes over your head. Well, it does for me because yeah. I never spot these things in the background. Um, I definitely saw something in the background, and I because I'd ha- I'd read the book, not because that you know something is written in the book and it happens on screen. It wasn't like that at all. Just because of the tone of it, and you kind of mm. knew something was up, and in the background you can see something. You're like, oh my god. Yes. <laughs> um, yes. But I'll probably have to watch. I'll probably watch again now, and it's not there. Yeah, totally. And and there was a lot. Even even the even the obvious stuff. So the eighties references are all there. You know, you'll see you notice stuff in the background. Um, there's a kid playing Street Fighter on an arcade. That sort of stuff. There's cinema titles of movies that are on at that time. So there's lots of good references that makes it topical to the eighties. Yes. But also bring rise that eighties eighties wave that you know things like Stranger Things are running on. I mean, eighties things have been on for about three or four years now. I think Stranger Things have probably marketed it better. But that, that way has been going on for a while now. I think so, even the soundtracks were very synth-based a, a while back. So this is the, just playing onto that. Certainly the right stuff there, Mal. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely the right. Yeah. Right. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's that, that's a joke for the for the we watch the movie and then come back to this part, this point of the podcast and then you can laugh with us. <laughs> not really. It's not that great. That's <laughs> no, really lame. I'm man. laughing, mate. All right. I'm you, laughing. Yeah, but people go back and go that minute. What the hell is he doing? Um, come on, man. You, your mate. The, uh, is it Mark? Mark. Yeah. Um, the street fire expert. Yes. Came up with an interesting. Uh, he, he spotted. What would you call it? A mistake. Um. Oh, no, arcade machine. Yeah. You do yeah, remember it, Mark. Like... You weren't drunk, were you? No, no, no. I only had one drink. Uh, no, I'm trying to think. Is this, is this spoilery or not? What? It was an 80s reference. It, nothing to do with the, it doesn't advance the... Um... All right. So, so my, my mate spotted this, and I, I want to watch it again to make sure if he's right or not. But he spotted the fact that apparently one of the kids is playing an arcade game, playing Street Fighter. And the arcade box is a Street Fighter 2 box, but he's actually playing Street Fighter 1 on the game so keep your eyes peeled for that one if you can verify that please tweet us as normal places and let us know uh i need to rewatch that and work that if it's if it's there but that's one little thing to keep an eye out for you i thought that was quite funny that was um it... done, yeah <laughs> so yeah the other thing i wanted to touch upon also was was the way the with the role of the kids because in the book i'm sure it's 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 evident uh and in mini series it was it was it, it was evident but in this film it's it's all about the kids. Uh, one of my reviews on Twitter and Facebook was that it was Goonies and Stand By Me meeting Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, and, and that's a good, for me, that was probably a good way of pitching it to somebody who who was going in semi-blind to say, you know, I've not read the book, I've not really watched the miniseries, I've heard a lot of hype, what can I expect? Because yeah. it, the kids do really focus, are uh, still the focus in, in a good way. Because Pennywise is is a sort of character where it, it always in the shadows. And I think the movie does that well. The kids become a good focus. Um, the kid from Stranger Things is uh, uh, is, is is great. Yeah, I wasn't um, sure at first about having in because you know you think oh it's a bit Stranger Things, isn't it? Uh, which is, yeah, but the, 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 you bring him in. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but no, he, he, he's good. No, he's good. So I think the is that because the, the the Duffer Brothers who originally were wanted to direct it. Um, but wouldn't give them, weren't given a job because they weren't established enough, apparently, from what I'm read somewhere. Ooh, I really and enjoyed Stranger Things. I'm definitely yeah, giving yeah, it that yeah. second series. Yeah, yeah. So maybe because of that, there's a link there with them trying to avoid it, and then, then the kid worked out, and then, I don't know, but maybe it's something there, I don't know. But no, uh, that's a good focus. So look out for the performances of the kids and, and, and give us your feedback on what you thought of the kids' roles and, 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 and some of the roles played, not only by the kids in Stranger Things, but a couple of the couple of the roles were really done well. I think the role of Bill was played quite well. I was, um, I, I was impressed with uh, Beverly Marsh, the character who played by Annette O'Toole, I think. Yeah. I'm yeah. No, I'm not. I'm I'm at the wrong. No, it's not Annette O'Toole. I'm oh, in the wrong series, mate. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, she. So dig me out, man. Where, they, where, are, who am I thinking of? Sophia Lillis. Yes, Sophia Lillis is the person. I don't know who you, who you mentioned. Um, I mentioned someone from the 1990 TV. <laughs> <laughs> Any reference would do. Um, but no, she yeah, she played she, her role was great. She acted really well, um, and I think she she captured that that quite well. Um, again, there's a really good um, was that well was, was there much there was, really um, was that covered in the TV series though? Was was the female um, not really storyline covered really. there? Because it's not quite really. big in the in the novel. But they couldn't because of again what the novel covers and, what, and the background of her and a, you know her household and her environment. They couldn't really cover it on TV. Yeah. But it's covered much more in the in, in the movie. 
So, but she she played a really good role, and I think her acting, you know, for what it was, was was quite strong. In in the mini series, also the it's it's again because it's made for TV, it almost gives you a touch of it, so you can't really touch on the subjects. Whereas the movie, it's like bang, here you go, right? So I think that 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 worked really well for me. Um, the other thing I liked about the movie also that we saw today, uh, yesterday, sorry, was um, how much it absorbs you into the movie. So you're watching it, you're on this ride and it is a constant ride. It doesn't slow up. It doesn't slow. So it doesn't slow down. Sorry. You know, up until even the end, you know, it's, you just, you're with this ride and you're with these kids and you know, you're going through the, you know, the, the woods and stuff. You're on the bikes with them, you're everywhere with them. And I think the movie does well in taking on that ride with you, with, with, uh, taking you on the ride with them. Whereas you know, some, some movies do have that lull period in, in the middle of a movie. There was no quiet period. There was no bit where there's, you know, you let up and think, right, okay, it's, it's, it, they could have cut it there or could have edited it better. I think the editing was good because it, it, it seemed fast-paced. I'm sure people probably, probably would have thought, actually, Mal, no, I felt like it, I was there for three hours. But for me personally, it didn't feel like it was, you know, it, it, it needed speeding up. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't really recall if I felt it dragged. So I don't I don't think it did. Um, mm. And it sort of ended at a, a nice point because the... The, in the actual novel, I don't know if this is in the TV series, it's actually time jumps a lot. So it tells yes, it does. two stories like 27 years apart at the same time. Yeah. And the film, as you know, exclusively looks at just the childhood portion of the story. Um, yes. Is that how it's done in the TV series? No. In TV series, it's similar to the book, so it, it, it flips okay. flip flops a lot. Yeah. So it's basically in the TV series, um, Pennywise comes back. One of the kids who are now is now an adult um, knows Pennywise has come back um, through a missing poster. Um, all right, all right, spoiler they... man. All right, all right. No, no, no. It's, it's a TV series, mate. It's, it's the book. Yeah. Um, it's different to the movie, so obviously, you know, it's it's what it is. Um, but yeah, so that's what happens, and then they flip flop between the yeah. between the the two, the, the two eras. The, I mean, I understand why they do that. And mm-hmm. the fact that the film has t- decided to go a different route makes me wonder what. Obviously, some compromises have been have had to be made with the for the second section because yes. of the way the story is told. And it'd just be interesting to know, you know, to, we finally see I, it, I, to see how that how it's portrayed. You know, it yeah, um, becomes a bit different. I, I think the way it's done is probably a good way of handling it for 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 the movie audience because. It's almost like here's one story, digest it, take it in for what it is, and it's a second story. And the adults, you know, as we know, dealing with Pennywise. And I think that's probably a good way of approaching it for the way it is. Otherwise, it would have been a remake of the miniseries. Um, which, you know, I mean, I, 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 I found, I found that the way, the way it was handled, the kids being the main, the main focus, and the movie being the main focus. From the child, uh, the, that children's era, uh, probably played played well to this whole eighties Stranger Things kids, you know, vibe going on right now as well. And I think that's probably why maybe that's why I did it as well because it ties in well with sort of the current the current trend. Yeah, um, I was just really excited when I was thinking, right, you know, it's not often you see a film where children die, <laughs> and you're like, <laughs> they're going to go there, aren't they? They're going to go there. Oh wow, they've done, they've they are going for it. So yeah, yeah, let's yeah, let's not let's not mess about. This, this, this it, like I said, it goes, it's dark and it stays dark, and it's it, it's what you expect. Now, I will say this: it's how I like my you films. and I, sorry, it's how I like my films. <laughs> well, yeah, totally. 
But what I, will, I will say this. I mean, I, like we covered him last podcast. I'm not, I don't get scared much. I didn't get scared by this one either. However, we and I, we, you know, are talking. You know, we're, we're, for want of a better word, hardened horror movie goers. So not a lot of scares us anyway. Yeah, I, but I think the average fan will, 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 will jump at bits and parts. And there will be bits where if you're not a hardened horror fan or, or, or generally not a person that watches a lot of horror films but want to go and check out the hype, there are bits that will scare you. And there are bits where you'll think, well, I didn't bet that. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's scary, but obviously you know we, we're in a, at the other end of the spectrum. You and I. We, no, I, 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 well, I couldn't work. I can't really remember if I was scared. Like I said earlier, scared or excited when I was watching it. But um, there's definitely there was enough in there, man. I, I liked it. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I mean, like I, said, I, I haven't been scared since like I said the last podcast since I was a kid. So I, maybe I'm just dead inside. I don't know, but. For that reason, you know, it was good. But I think looking at it from uh, looking back at it, there's definitely, you know, if I if I took some members of my family or my friends who don't watch horror films, they look, let's watch it. They'll think, man, what the hell? And they'll all get scared. So there are bits there that will scare you. And I think that's done well because it's not, they're not cheap scares either. You know, they're good scares. They, they, they're they done well. And like I said, because it's, because it is such a dark film and in the way it's, the way it's shot, the scares are good. Um, they're not cheap, but there's also stuff there that will, you know, will want you almost, want you, 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 you want more. Um, especially the way the film ends, it's it's great the way it's done. It's it's scary enough, but you know, you you almost want, oh man, can I watch part two now. So I think that's done really well. I mean, like I said, I I I really liked it. You know, I really liked the film the way it was done. Um, I didn't walk out, I didn't I didn't walk out thinking, oh, they didn't really do well. I think they nailed most of it. They nailed the the soundtrack was 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 good. In terms of what it tried to portray, how it tied up with the film, um, uh, the acting was 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 on point. Um, Pennywise as a character, I think I personally prefer the Tim Curry version, um, just because yeah, just because the way I, I I I like the fact that Tim the Tim and again there's no spoilers because we've seen the pictures of, of of the current Pennywise. Tim Tim Curry's Pennywise was was a normal ghost, oh, sorry, a normal clown to start off with, and he became sinister. Yeah, which was I think the hook for me because oh yeah, nice happy clown. Oh no, he's not. He's gonna scare the shit. He's a happy clown. Whereas, this one though, we talking about? He was for like, five was, seconds. The makeup is still yeah. I mean, but this, the makeup is still I dark. Think so in that first conversation with the kid, he does that thing where he switches. And I thought right, that was to be the point where I'm just running off, and then the end, the end credits are rolling up because that's the end of the film. I, I'm the kid. I don't yeah. die. I run off. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing. So, so for me. Why I liked the Tim Curry version was because of the fact that he was a normal-looking clown, to, as far as normal-looking clowns go, and then at, became sinister with razor-sharp teeth, and it was like bang, I'm in your face. Whereas this, the current Bill Skarsgård version, whatever it is, he he's already dark there, already there, yeah. and it's already sinister-looking, well, and then you're on you're on that with him. And I think that was why I preferred Tim Curry's um, look, um, the the way he portrayed the role. I think he done we done really well. Uh, yeah. The you know, again, it's a different sort of thing. You, you know, Tim Curry had to do a lot more with that role because being made for TV, you couldn't you couldn't really scare the TV audience. So you had to rely on Tim Curry to do the scares. Whereas here, you can do a bit of both. You, have you got this on DVD? Yeah, yeah. You want to borrow it? Yeah, I want it. Um, I, <laughs> you got you got Kindle, right? I have, yes, yes, because I'm allowed to share my copy of it with one person. So ah, there you go. Yeah, you get me the DVD. I'll yes. I'll send you the book, yes. and we'll cover them, and I'll reread the book properly with plenty of time. And Sounds good. um, for the follow-up film, 
<laughs> then I'll know the story properly. Um, yeah, and, yes. and then we can really talk about it. We know what we're talking about. Yeah, and and, and look, I, you know, we, we don't want to make this an hour podcast. So we're going to, we, we are going to wind up pretty soon. But I just wanted to sort of touch base on what we thought of it, how we were with it, what our thoughts were initially on it. Trying to keep it spoiler free as we can. Um, you know, you know the story of it, or and you know where it works. You know, it's every twenty-seven years, blah blah. Um, interesting fact on that: the original mini mini series was out in nineteen ninety, and this remake is uh, bizarrely enough twenty-seven no, years later. Exactly. Really? <laughs> it, it really is, honestly. So no. yeah, so that's a that's a good little time. Whether that's intentional, I don't know. I'm hoping it was intentional. Um, so you know, it's the the hype. Believe the hype because. I think you're in for a treat with watching the movie. I think you're in for a treat in the way I was on the journey in the movie. Um, I don't know, Richie, if you, if you agree on any of that um, in terms of, you know, it's we're not just liking the film for the sake of luck in the film. You know, if it was shit, I would have said that, you know what, they'd, they'd ruined it. But I think they've done, they've done justice to the to, to the storyline. Um, Stephen King endorsed it, for God's sake. So, you know, he must, he must know something. Um, so I, I think it's worth checking out. You know, do go and see it. Do go and... You know, Spend that money, don't torrent it or something like that. Spend that money, go and see it in a big screen. Um, and, and the music will, will, will grab you as well. It's it's sinister, it's good, it's dark, and it, it'll it'll take you on it take on that ride. Do you and, think and this thing has got much legs as a franchise? Because obviously there's a second part. I felt that, yeah, there is I don't, I, plenty, no, right? Plenty of backstory that wasn't no. that was only touched upon that would be prequel territory. If I have another origin story to deal with, mate, I'm just going to stop watching <laughs> movies for about a year. I don't want you. Are you, know, you talking about? Yeah. Are you referring to? No, no, no we can talk about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Because look, yeah, you're right. There's loads of backstory to cover. You know, there's loads in 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 it to cover. But uh, leave it, man. It's you know that's the whole point. It's like a book. A book is there to be your own interpretation. Have we ever seen a decent prequel? I'm just trying to think. I don't let's, 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 know if I've seen. Let, let, let's, 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 let's do that for another podcast. Have we seen a decent prequel? That'd be a great podcast. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think, yeah, we know there's an, another one coming because obviously that's the way the story is told. So there'll be another part coming with the adults. I don't know, mate. I, I think the way they presented it was if you don't know the story, then it was going to, that was a, I mean, I think it was going to be like a, a special thing at the end. I, Look out for the second one, which we've already sort of spoiled for everyone who hasn't seen. Yeah, but ready. There's gonna be that anyway. I mean, it's it's on the media. It's on. You can Google it enough. If you if you look at enough links, it'll tell you there's another one coming out anyway. Um, there's talk of of the uh, there was some talk with the actors, the child actors, asking them who they want the elder or the adults to play. Um, so it's it's definitely there. Um, All right. It'll take enough money to, to make the second one, so it's not a problem there. But they should stop. The, don't. There should be no entertainment of, of of anything after that, or any prequels or origin stories, or a random third one for the sake of it, because they want to make some more money. Just leave it as two. Don't Dude, ruin it. There's always where there's where there's a chance of making money, they're always gonna mine it. <sighs> yeah, I know, but if they do, then we'll just trash it on the podcast. How about that? I don't know, man. I I, I just think it's just slightly different because the, the source material is so large and varied that there is there is scope. There's always scope, mate. There's always scope to cock up as well, right? There's always scope for someone to sort of say, "I'll take it on board and totally ruin it." Leatherface, no, 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 uh, no, no, no bones about my opinion on that one. But it is what it is, right? <laughs> true, true. <laughs> now let's see. I think it's going to be good. I think, I think, yeah. Go out and see it. Just tweet us later to what you think. We've already tweeted a bit about what we think of it already. It's very 80s, you know, very, very Nightmare on Elm Street meets, like I said, Goonies, Stand By Me, that sort of stuff. 
um, I, I think it's 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 a good movie to go out and just you know be scared by if you're if you're mm. easily scared or if you're not scared, see if you can scare you. Can see anyway. Um, yeah, because I, 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 after seeing that preview, I definitely want to get out and see it again, and um, and I and I want to own it as well, and I want to own it as a box set with any other future films that come out with it because it's. I think yeah. this could be the beginning of something big because it, it was. I was just blown away by it, mate. I thought it was that. No, cool. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was, I was, I was very much walking out thinking, oh, "I'm so glad I saw this." And you know what? In some sort of conceited way, I'm glad I saw it first, as in before it came out on release. And that sounds bad saying that, but I'm just glad I've, I've just got it and done, and I've seen it, and I'm glad I've seen it, and I've seen it for most people. Sure. In, in, in a weird sort of way, you know, because you I think you do a now, podcast just, about it. Well, yeah, that too. But you know, I can just sort of say I've seen it now, and it's good, and you know, everyone else, and I can talk about. Oh, what do you think about the movie? And that's all stuff. Um, yeah. So now it's good, mate. But, I, look, I know I you're think, sincere because yeah. you didn't get any freebies this time. It's usually I'm thinking, yeah, if if you're sat there, I got, with a, I got giant, a free drink out of them. <laughs> giant t-shirt, going, I loved it, and I'm like, hmm, did you really? Yeah, exactly. But yeah, look. So we just wanted to do a quick podcast on on it itself. Um, we we wanted to keep it spoiler free, so we've rambled on a bit. We've talked about some stuff just to, just to sort of give you a feel for what our thoughts on it were with versus what we saw but we didn't really want to talk too much about what we saw so we can make our own mind up about it yes we'll we, you know obviously this is our second a podcast probably second or not the continuation of the next one but there'll be another one out soon um obviously keep an eye on our twitter handles mine or the main horror podcast channel is ai horror pod and mine is mal jutley and yours is at reyes right Yes, yes, it is. So yeah, we'll be tweeting about this. Um, it should be out to listen to you for you to listen to tomorrow. If it's not, then our lovely editor. Don't may say. Have I told you. I told it. you before the podcast about. Don't say tomorrow because they're just. <laughs> it doesn't mean anything. Right, Friday, 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 Friday. So it should be out. You should be able to listen to it on on Friday. Now, which Friday? Friday. I didn't say. But. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is just getting worse. Right, Friday the eighth of September, yes, two thousand seventeen. Yes, you should listen to it and then let us know what you think. Let us know if you saw the film on Friday or Saturday, what you thought of it. If the podcast was good, let us know. Then you should shit, definitely go out and see it because then you go, whoa, Mauricio Mal um, recommended it. I went and saw it and I bloody loved it. So, Oh, yeah. So, so this thing, because we recommended it, not because it has actually been really, really marketed well and there's a lot of hype behind it. Yeah, I didn't, we... yeah, I didn't hear anything about that. I, all I know is I saw this little film and I think it was bloody great. Good stuff. All right. Well, let's call it a night, mate. So uh, thank you for listening, everyone. Again, you know, let us know what you think. Just give some feedback on what we where, where we where we've been. Still our second one. So we're still learning as we go along. Um, I think I've slowed down in my speech from last time. I was rambling a hell of a lot last time. So if I've, I'm still going on like a... Still going, man. Still going. Yeah, you haven't learned yet. <laughs> let, let, we'll, we'll cover I'll get there, mate. Next, by, the by podcast one hundred, I'll be all right. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> Good stuff. All right, all right, everyone. Uh, thanks for listening, um, Rizzo. Thanks again, mate. Yeah, yeah. All right, mate. All right. This. All right, and we'll catch you next time. Yes. Cheers. Thank you, everyone. Bye bye. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.